Welcome back to the Hidden Healing Podcast, where we talk about the hidden healing that you have to do even after you've gone through therapy. It's been an interesting journey with this podcast and healing myself and making myself visible, and it's been really good for me. This month, I am joining the National Podcast Post Month Challenge, where you post a podcast a day. And so I started a supplementary I kind of think of it as like a spinoff of this one where I'm talking about um, money mastery and CPTSD. Um, that's been a real challenge having to do a podcast a day and I fell behind after day two and then I caught back up yesterday and I've already done it for today. So that feels really good. But now this podcast is super late. Um, it will go up on Monday before midnight. So that's awesome. But also, it's supposed to be up Monday early morning, really early in the morning, so that people all over the world could have it on Monday. Well, that's just a little bit about what's been going on. So right now, I'm super triggered, but I decided to record anyways, because if I don't, then I won't have a podcast episode before midnight. My other podcast that's just going to be the 30 days on money mastery really got me triggered today. It was interesting. Um, I am doing a free seven day mini course from Barry um, Tesler, and she teaches about money and healing your money story and um, changing your, your money mastery, I guess or growing to money mastery. And so I've been doing her uh, free seven day course. And today was about a date with money. And I did so good. And I was so confident. And then the next thing you know, um, when I actually had to sit down and look at the paper, I got so disoriented. I have like the, you, you know, how you feel your pulse really strong. <laughs> inside your chest and your head and I got nauseated and or is it nauseous or nauseated I'm not quite sure but either way um just all of the physical responses and it was interesting because I felt like I had you know when I did the just the reading work and the writing work I felt like you know yes I know where I'm at and then when I sat down and and it wasn't I mean I had the paper in front of me with all the numbers and so it wasn't that it should have been confusing, but I was really just like not seeing it confused brain fog kind of situation. Um, CPTSD affects all areas of your life. So um, I want to talk a little bit about money right now because that's what's going on with me. Um and so I want to go back to something we talked about quite a while ago, adverse childhood experiences, and the study that Kaiser Permanente did where they found that um, children who had a high number of adverse childhood experiences, or we're going to call them ACEs, um, have higher chances of a lot of negative health consequences, um, including uh, type 2 diabetes and um, and things in health or um, like autoimmune diseases, heart attacks, anything like that in the health realm. But in addition to that, they're more likely to be poor and they're more likely to um, have divorces. And so kind of affects all the areas of your life if you've had adverse childhood experiences. And um, the study 
that Kaiser did had 10 um, adverse experiences that they considered. And out of the 10, I had nine of them. So I had a really high chance of having all those things. And I feel so fortunate that my mom um, really valued knowledge and understanding and not just look to people who are supposed to be authorities like doctors, but also search for her own. And so um, she found people who um, did non-traditional modalities, which is really nice, and uh, was able to just really show me the way. And I have continued that journey up until these days where I'm learning the stuff that I'm learning now. Um, but had it not been for that, I can't even imagine where I would be right now. Um, I think that I feel so out of breath and I feel so like, I don't know. I'm so triggered right now. So recently I quit working. I quit my job. Um, I worked it for a year and then it was like, I think September, August, something like that. I, I quit my job. I gave them like the week's notice that I'd finish what I had to do, but I said I couldn't do it anymore because the environment was negative. And so I went into a store and merchandise jewelry and sunglasses. And um, I liked the job a lot. I've done merchandising for many years and have, having a dedicated store where I got to spend, you know, nine to 12 hours a week was really nice. Um, and I enjoyed it very much, but because of the pandemic and not having enough employees, they um, assigned one of their employees to do the job that I was coming in as a third party and, and doing. And so it took a, it kind of like, you know, cut my legs from under me. I wasn't able to do the department, how it should be done or how the company saw fit for it to be done. Um, and the person that I was working with, um, who just did this as it was her like second job Her um, she had like empty nest. And so she got a second job and had not done it before. And she would literally take her time to undo like three, four, five hours of work that I would do. And she would just undo it and say, I don't like it that way. I like it this way. And then she would put more than half of the merchandise back in the drawers and say, she likes it to feel like a boutique because um, that's what she thinks that the client wants. And so <laughs> she would do that. And, um, I actually talked to the store manager who said, we're going to stand by our employee. She was there for us when we needed her. And I respect that a lot, but also I had a job to do and it was making it really hard. So I quit. I stuck it out as long as I could a whole year. I was like, I'm going to win her over with honey, you know, by being sweet and being kind and talking things out. And it just didn't work. Um, I would kind of like, it was like up and down and up and down and I would get positive and then something would happen and I'd feel bad again. And I just decided that that job was taking away too much energy that I didn't want to give. So I took a little break and then, uh, opportunity to babysit came up and it's a little two year old. You know, I have four kids. My youngest is 15. And so I thought I'm good with kids. That won't be a problem. I forgot how much energy it takes to follow a two year old around. I'm really happy I'm doing this because, um, my 
children's years when they were toddlers was very dark for me. It was a big time of depression and, um, it was just really hard. So I feel like I'm getting to be the parent, even though I'm just babysitting, um, that I, I could have been, that I would have been had I not had the depression and, um, all the stresses in life. If I had dealt with my triggers and my trauma around all the different things that I could have been a better parent. And I feel like I'm kind of resetting myself and seeing how good I could have been. And it kind of gives me a little bit of permission to forgive myself. Um, but it's also, you know, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard to be 49 and chase a two-year-old around. Um, doing it for a very, very dear friend. So I don't regret it at all. And it's given me a little bit of money and the ability to stay home. Um, I thought it would give me the ability to, you know, do some work and stuff at home and not so much. <laughs> I feel like I'm up and down and up and down all the time and it's really hard to get things done. Um, but that's okay. Um, enjoying it. And I'm really cherishing my time with this little one. I feel like, um, I got to know his sisters who are much older than him. They're like seven and 10 and I got to know them and they feel comfortable with me, comfortable enough to hug me and say hello anytime they see me or want to talk with me. And I feel like, um, this little guy, because he's so new and his, his family had moved away for a while that I didn't get that opportunity. So this is really special for me in that way too, because now this little guy's going to know me and love me just like I love his mother and, um, his sisters and his father. And so it's to be a special opportunity. All of that to say that today is, was really stressful. In addition to that, I told you that I'm doing the 30-day podcast special thing. I'm also um, partnered with another friend, and we're running a Facebook group. It's just a free Facebook group where we're um, helping other women, and actually two of my sons, to make podcasts and to do its part of the 30 day challenge for us. It's part of us doing that, but also encouraging other acquaintances and friends that we know to do this with us. And so it's been a lot of work, a lot of planning, a lot of figuring things out. Um, oh my goodness. Figuring out video on Facebook groups is it's been time consuming, but we finally got all that figured out, but there's still work to do and keeping the momentum up and keeping the excitement up and all the posting and then making a podcast every day over there and doing this podcast here. And I also think I've mentioned before, I'm probably stressing you guys out. Oh my gosh, I didn't think of that, but I hope I'm not. Um, taking care of my mom to some extent. I have a skirt that I have to sew for her and it's been over a week and she wants to wear it so desperately. She sewed it with a friend and I just had to fix a couple things. Probably take me less than an hour to fix it, but pulling out a sewing machine, if any of you sew, you know what that's like. So I haven't done that and it's just like the stress is kind of sitting on my shoulders and it's there all the time. I just need to get it done and over with. Um, and then this evening I was... Um, I was thinking that I would do, um, this coaching. It's kind of like a, a group co coaching where you get on and you guys create space for each other, hear each other, hold each other, um, virtually. Um, <laughs> and so I was going to do that. And I thought that will refresh me. That will, um, settle my soul, ground me, all of those things. And unfortunately, 
Um, even though I paid, I didn't get the link. And so, um, I wasn't able to join. So here I am. I decided to, um, it's not often anymore that I feel this way. And I know that it started when I looked at my money and well, maybe it started <laughs> this, um, morning. Nah. When I figured out that babysitting is hard. Um, but you know, the little boy that I'm babysitting is really good. So please really, I mean, he honestly is. Um, but the thing is two year olds just take a lot of energy. And then tomorrow I'm babysitting also, um, two extra kids. And so that'll be really fun. Um, I mean, they're bigger, so it's not, not that big of a deal, but it's just, you know, it's a lot. It can be a lot. Um, and so I think that I'm feeling overwhelmed. I think that's the emotion that I'm feeling. And I think that, um, used to, I guess, since I haven't been working for a few months, having a lot more downtime that I'm not getting. And also, um, all the tools that I have. In fact, I made my own worksheet about what to do when you feel like you're in crisis. And that is what I should pull out and do. Um, if anyone is interested in that, I have it so that when I feel this way, I know exactly what to do and I don't have to think about it. I can just do the things. So I think maybe right now I'm going to head over to the gym and do my um, thing over there and then come home and finish my money assignment and maybe go to bed early because I have to wake up at 630. I'm going to take about 10 minutes to meditate here in my room and I have this beautiful candle lit. So it feels really good. And maybe I'll put some music on. Um, I really need to use my tools when I feel like this. Um, and I think that's one of the, one of the downfalls of, of healing yourself is because sometimes you have all the right tools, but you don't pull them out and use them. You feel so exhausted and it's just like a breaking point. And then you're like, Oh my gosh, why am I not using my tools? Oh, please forgive me for this episode. <laughs> you guys are all probably like, what in the world just happened? Um, I don't know. I don't know what just happened. I think what just happened is I'm being human and I'm taking you along for the ride because it's not always really good for me. In fact, man, you guys were um, I think I shared about my two weeks when I had that repressed memory come up and it was like two weeks that were just shot down, you know, gone, wiped out of the calendar. Um, this is just one day and I can recover from one, from one day. I can wake up tomorrow and it's a new day and I just have to change my expectation. I think I had expected to get a lot done and I just have to remember that I need to be present and in the moment and stop thinking about the future when I'm doing other things. And I think that will help me to calm down. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I'm also going to print off my worksheet for myself and look at it so that I could remind myself and hang it on the wall because this is a really busy month, which can be very triggering. And it's all the things that I want to do. It's all the things that I've chosen, but also it's a lot and it can be stressful. I also want to say that having a community where you belong, where people want to hear what you have to say and where they're your cheerleader, no matter what's going on is so, 
so valuable. And it's hard when you had trauma in your life. Um, it's, it's really hard when you grew up with adverse childhood experiences that make you retract, that make you protect yourself, that make you live in um, fight or flight all of the time. And so your defenses are always up. You're ready to run. You're ready to, <laughs> to fight. And so um, it's hard to make a group of friends, but also it's necessary in your healing and so I'm also going to reach out to those ladies and share how I'm feeling and accept their love, love, warmth and, and, um, what they feed back to me about myself and also, um, just their compassion and really bathe myself in that love because it does feel really good when they reach out to me, um, or when I reach out to them and they come back with supportive, loving responses. Okay, guess what? I'm not going to edit this one. I'm going to leave it as is because I have been doing a lot of podcasting in the last 24 hours and this would take me two hours and the gym would be closed by then. So I hope that you guys were not triggered by this at all. And I hope that you guys can draw from this something positive like maybe your life is not such a mess. Maybe you are a little more in, um, in response than in reaction. And maybe, um, it will show you a mirror of yourself and how much you have grown. I hope so. I really hope so. Um, I'm going to head off of here now. And as always, if you would like to leave me a review on Apple or Spotify, I really appreciate that so much. And just don't base it off of this episode. Okay. All right. I will see you guys next week. And I plan to have a podcast all written out and planned and very well spoken and edited as well. So you guys have a wonderful week.